0: All right, well, welcome to RB's 300 Seconds. I'm your host, Raymond Blakely, and I'm thrilled to be having a conversation today with Dr. Brandon Jones. Listen, Dr. Brandon Jones is a speaker, lecturer, student affairs practitioner, husband, father, and minister. He serves as Associate Director for Student Learning and Development in Housing and Dining at the University of Texas. Brandon is very passionate about helping students realize their purpose and make the most of their college experience. Brandon and his wife, Melissa, have been married since 2011 and they have two wonderful children, Alyssa and Brandon II. Uh, Dr. Jones, thanks for joining me today, man. Thank you so much for joining me. Put your hands together, y'all, for Dr. Jones. You're an accomplished individual and you wear many hats uh, as described in the bio, but the reality is our challenges never make it in our bio. (laughs) What have you had to overcome in your life?
1: wow Uh, that's a huge question i think first and foremost the imposter syndrome that uh inevitably uh shows up for many of us uh, especially in higher education is do i belong in this space do i belong at this institution can i get the job done even though you know that affirmation should already be there in the fact that you got hired. Uh, your peers and the people that interviewed you selected you for the role, so it's obvious that you belong in that program. But the biggest challenge was conquering that imposter syndrome, and then the second one was trying to um, stop being everybody else that I looked up to and just being myself. Mm. It took me a very long time to not be uh, the speakers that I admired and the supervisors that I looked up to and admired. It took a it took me a while to finally get comfortable in my own skin and start doing things uh, the way that I know to do them and the reason why people selected me to do them. Uh, once I got there, uh, I was rocking and rolling, but those were the two biggest obstacles that I had to overcome.
0: Wow, you know, that that whole idea of imposter syndrome has come up quite a bit among a lot of our conversations here here 300 Seconds, so it is a reality. But who do you look up to for inspiration or mentorship?
1: Oh wow. <laughs> that's an even that's a long well of people. Uh it always <laughs> for me starts back with my my late grandfather and my late father, uh William Jones and William E Jones. Um and that's where it started for me. Uh my grandfather lived a couple of minutes away from where my dad lived. Uh, I grew up in East Texas. Uh shout out to Tyler. Um okay. and so as a result, you know, just having my grandfather there to pour wisdom into my dad and for my dad to pour that same wisdom into me, that's where that started. And so, and that's also where that drive to learn more and get more came from. And my father was always one that said, look, I'm only gonna be able to coach you and guide you so far. We need to surround you with other people. And so whether it would be other men at church, whether it would be other uh, people in the academic profession, um, wherever I've lived, I've always been able to find uh, folks that uh, have done great things and have accomplished and reached spaces and places that I would like to uh, reach. And so uh, whether it was my grandfather, or my dad, or my former supervisor, uh, Dr. Anton Reese, uh, who's the president now at uh, West Kentucky Technical and Community College, uh, whether it be uh gosh so many so many other people my mom uh my wife of course is also somebody that uh inspires me uh and encourages me and has been by my side through all of this uh but again the the, the well starts for me with that foundation of my father and grandfather
0: absolutely so what you just heard ladies and gentlemen is the board of directors for Dr. <laughs> Brandon Jones and we all need to establish those those people that can keep us hold us accountable Um, And I think that's really important. One thing that's really unique about you, brother, is that you are working in the higher education space and Mm -hmm. you are a student affairs professional, um, but you're also called of the ministry. Um, Do those things work hand in hand? Are they parallel? Do they intersect in any way? Absolutely. There's no way um,
1: that I would be able to do what I do the way that I do it without uh, my faith. My faith guides me uh, and informs my practice every single day. And so, you know, when I applied for the job here at UT and then uh, interviewed during my presentation, I let everybody know, like, this is who you are going to get. I make it very clear and upfront that this is who I am. This is what I represent. And I and I tell them that jokingly, that like, look, I might my voice might get a little elevated. And I was like, it's because I have a preacher. And so I might get a little animated and excited during the presentation. And so just if you're used to that cool if you're not humor me for a few minutes but yeah it it intersects every single day because the thing about it is you know the christian faith the way that i see it uh is it's a call to serve and it's a call to lead and so i do both of those things every single day whether i announce my faith to a person or not, uh, I can, you know, I'm, I'm guided by this drive to serve and this commitment to do the right thing because it's the right thing. And that just informs how I'm able to go out and help try to meet the needs of the students and the faculty and staff that we serve. And if for some reason, it's not my office that can't, I wanna be the last stop before the stop so that you don't have to go rip and run and go to a bunch of different places. And so that has informed why I, stay up late sometimes and uh, try to focus on how I'm going to get better. That informs uh, my faith, informs uh, why I say some of the things that I say and why I teach the classes the way that I do, because for me, my faith has informed each and every one of those areas. And it's helped me uh, be a servant leader. And it's helped me to show up and do the jobs that need to be done, even when sometimes nobody else may want to do them.
0: You've mentioned leadership. What are some of the most important attributes of a successful leader today? For me, the most important attributes
1: of a successful leader. The first one for me is humility. Um, You're not going to know everything. And it's okay to to not know I know that we cherish and Celebrate the folks that always appear To have it together but for me The folks that were willing to say I Don't know have been the most instrumental In my life because I struggled with that Early in my career I bought into The I gotta have it all together I like the people that come in with Laws and are humble enough to say You know what I'm really good in these areas But I'm horrible over here you gotta Help me with this I'm I'm, I'm real good At the logistics and the strategic visioning, but I need somebody to help me with this technology thing or understanding the perspective of the students. So the first one is humility. The second the second one for me yeah. uh, that's just as important is having the heart of a teacher and a learner. You got to have both. Uh, you you got, That's got to be rooted at your core. You got to want to teach because if you teach, the ability to teach shows that you know what you're doing. I When I worked in academic success, we always told students, listen, Uh, You know you understand something when you can go and teach it. You know you, got, you can comprehend it and yet you understand it when you can turn around and show somebody else how to do it. And so for me, if you're gonna guide me and you're gonna coach and mentor me, I wanna see that you can teach it because then I know, okay, that's yeah. really within you versus you uh, just regurgitating what you heard. And then also having that spirit and heart of a learner because if you don't know something, but you're working to learn it, I can get behind that all day long, especially since institutions of higher learning our learning organizations and so That's at critical right. positions certain folks need to be, have learning centered uh spirits about
0: it. oh man hey well listen y'all here we are again another great conversation on 300 seconds this podcast that features exceptional and inspirational people who are doing amazing things now here's the cool thing is that on this show our guest chooses the outro song so dr <sighs> jones what song did you choose and why?
1: My favorite song in the world, folks, is Joy and Pain by Fre- Maze featuring okay. Frankie Beverly. I've seen them perform live. I love Frankie Beverly. Uh, but that song, I mean, that's just the reality of life. And we got to learn to appreciate both. And so the person that can find appreciation and celebration in both the joys and the pains of life, that's the one that's going to endure to the end, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, that's my song man.
0: So mm-hmm.